You are now entering the Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show. Building didn't let my fears kill me. Transmuting my pain in the cleanse in the rain. Found out I was working and I conquered my demons. I accepted my purpose and the goddess I became. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show, and I'm your host, Ariana, the quantum healer in the building. Um, hopefully, everyone had a beautiful holiday. You are with your family, your friends. Um, if you celebrate this Christmas, happy and merry Christmas to all of you. Kwanzaa. Um, whatever. I don't want to mess up the holidays, but whatever it is that you, that you celebrate and you're celebrating, um, I just am sending you so much love, uh, so much positive energy for you and your families. And, uh, you guys, thank you so much for all of the love, all of the, um, coming back. And a lot of you guys, you share me out to all of your friends and family. Um, so it's really awesome to just be able to have the love that I have. Um, I started this, uh, particular, uh, podcast. If you don't know, I started it back in 2021. Um, I actually did a live uh, rendition of it to see how it would do. We did over a hundred episodes on the, on Facebook and YouTube. And then I went ahead and uh, decided not to have a co-host, but went ahead and uh, started the Goddess Energy in 2022. And then boom, um, now we are at the end of 2023 and we have a couple more uh, months of season two that I will be doing. And then um, I will go into a break and then come back with season three. Um, I am going to revamp the podcast for season three, just so you guys know. And um, making a couple of changes, just some uh, technical changes and some uh, executive changes uh, to the podcast, but it will still be me doing what I love to do, interviewing fabulous people um, and bringing you real ass content that is here to spark the mind, to, to shift your, your perception, to get you to open up, not convert. We don't do conversion over here, but get you to shift your thinking. And maybe, maybe you like, Hmm, all right, maybe this makes me see something a little bit different. This is my 100th episode though. Um, so season two, 100 episodes and we are here celebrating. So I want to see some comments in the boxes below. I want you to represent, go find me on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Um, go and represent and let's, man, let's just celebrate sitting this 100 episodes of awesome content and, and bringing stuff to the table. And I do appreciate all of you who have supported me in this past two years on this podcast. And, um, so let's get into it. I mean, it is, it is, we're celebrating. We are celebrating, you know, I don't drink, but Hey, you know, take a drink for me and let's, we have a cheers. Okay. <laughs> um, but today I wanted to go in, um, to some of the, the things of life, right? Um, because we get to a, a certain point in our lives and we have to make, it's like decisions, you know, 
what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? What do I want to do? And I feel like we get set in our ways where we think we can't restart, revamp, redo. Um, There's this fear of starting over, this fear of being looked at a certain way. One, you got to work through those fears because if you're living your life for others, you will never, ever, ever get to the beautiful life that you want to live which goes into my topic today. Can you live for others? And one of the biggest things that we do wrong when we are living for others, I've I've seen this commonly goes to mothers and fathers, right? Mothers are normally living for their children. Fathers are normally living for the family. So everything they're doing is to provide for the family financially more than anything. And they get lost in that. And then they miss so much of the other parts and pieces of life with their family because they're striving to financially pay for everything that's needed in the life that they think um, that they need to give their kids, right? Mothers normally get lost in being a mom. Um, You kind of give up your career. You give up your, you know, your hobbies because the kids take on that and their lives take on a whole other essence and a meaning. And you end up, you know, you end up um, going to the space of not knowing who you are because most people have kids pretty young, you know, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, some of us were in our teens, right? Our late teens. Um, but, you know, so you, you had your kids pretty young. And so in, in the time frame where you might have been looking to search to figure out who you are as a person, you were being a mom or a father which changes the game for your mindset, physically, spiritually, mentally. Okay. You cannot figure out who you are when you have to put your needs aside for someone else. And so throughout the time of being a parent or wherever you are, let's let's say you're taking care of your parents because a lot of people take care of their parents or they take care of their siblings, uh, take care of nieces and nephews, whoever it is. When you you are living for others, so uh, you go to work, you make the money, you go home, you cook, you this, you that, you go to bed and it's on wash and repeat, basically, right? At some point, you're going to have these mental breakdowns, depression episodes, because there is no real joy in your life. You're telling yourself that, well, I'm living for my kids. I'm doing this for my kids. And that's the joy. They bring me joy. Yeah, they bring some joy. But when you do not create a life for self within that life, then you will constantly go to this place of misery. You will constantly go to this place of inadequacy where you are constantly looking for the next um Well, you're not looking for the next, you're kind of blinded. So you're blinded in the energy of your children, your family, what they got going on, what they're doing. And so then you're telling yourself, okay, well, I do this for them, right? I take care of them. I, you know, this is, this is, um, this is for us. This is for them. So again, what I'm saying is no matter what you're doing in life, you cannot just live for other people. You have got to take a moment and say, what are my hobbies as a woman or a man or whatever it is that you identify as? What are my likes? 
What do I want to do? Because I guarantee you, even in a relationship, people get lost in relationships and they're living for their person. And I see a lot of men and women who do this, that they got to be up the ass of their partner. And when that relationship falls, or if it does, right, and you don't have that person, you're lost. You can't live. You can't can't think. You can't breathe because your life revolved around this person. What do you do now? And this is why, no matter if you're a parent, no matter who you're taking care of, you have got to structure a life for yourself. You've got to have hobbies, whether you want to go paintball, whether you go do fucking ceramics, whether you go to yoga, Zumba, wherever it is that you go. Take the time to be with your kids. Take the time to be with your family, but then also take time for self. Time for self is not always just sitting in the fucking bathroom for five minutes, escaping the kids. Your partner, your family should also understand this and help you create the time that you need. But I will tell you that it's not your family's job to parent your kids. So if you choose to be a parent, then you're choosing to give up a lot of your me time. Doesn't mean that you can't still have me time because you should have a hopefully a decent relationship with baby mother, baby father, where you guys can co-parent. And I know that's not ideal. I know that that is not, I was not a, a single mom that, you know, had a good relationship and it with the, with my daughter's father and we didn't co-parent shit. I was on my own. And so my family couldn't always be there. You know, they would tell me, no, they can't. And I would be stuck in that, like, fuck, I need a break, but I can't. So I do understand that you guys, and I'm not saying that it's easy, but what I am saying is you will go through these very negative patterns. If you do not learn how to create a life outside of your children, outside of your relationship, outside of the people you take care of. When it's all said and done, you will get to an older age and you will look back. And this is where the shoulda, coulda, wouldas come into it. This is where the regret comes into it because you will be like, man, I I was striving for all of the wrong reasons. And I was sitting here in this energy. What I thought was supposed to be my life isn't. And I gave my all to, you know, kids, spouse, this, that, and a third, only to be left in a space of nothing. And now you're like, what do I do with my time? What do I do with my life? This is where you take that step back. You got to build some type of social life for you, as well as your hobbies. It's not just about going to the club and partying and, you know, all drinking and all of that stuff. Yeah, it's cool when you're young, but you are going to get to an age where that shit is not cool no more. You are going to get to a place where you just can't handle that shit no more. You're going to get to a point where shit gets old. And then you're going to be like, who am I? And you have to reinvent yourself in those spaces like damn, I don't know what I like. I have no hobbies. One of the biggest question when I'm doing one-on-one sessions with, especially women, women are the top one, unfortunately, that lose themselves in relationships and children. And one of the biggest questions I ask when we're talking about, because they're so hyper-focused on what the man is doing. And one of my biggest questions is, what are your hobbies? Most of the women don't have any. Most of the women are just like, well, I just go to work and come home and deal with the kids. Like, that's it. So you are setting yourself up 
to where now your focus is just on kids, what my man doing, what the kids doing, what my man's doing. You have nothing else to occupy your time to knowledge, to add knowledge into your life. You have no spiritual. I asked the question of what are your spiritual practices? I don't have any. Well, I pray. Praying is great. Just like you could say all the affirmations that you want in the morning. Great. But it's not a practice. It's not something that you do every day that you could come into a place that you could get your mind off of other things while you're doing something that means something. So, you know, whether and it's not just about crocheting, shit, horseback riding, there's tons of hobbies out there that you could do. The next thing people will say, well, I don't have no money. And then I'm like, oh, no, I need to challenge you now because now we need to go to your bank account. Now you need to look up your bank account. I want you to sit with highlighters, get like five different highlighters. And I say this because we have a lot of excuses of why we can't. Because really you don't want to. It's not that you can't. You don't want to take those highlighters. Start with highlighting all the fast food bullshit that you that you did all month long. All month long, highlight all the fast food, McDonald's, Burger King, Starbucks, all of that shit. Add it up. See what you spent in a month. A lot of you guys will be very surprised at the amount of money you spend eating out. Those of you who do DoorDash and Grubhub, I want you to sit with a, another marker. Go ahead and mark all of the times you ordered when you should have just got your ass up and went and got it yourself and you spent the extra charge. Go ahead. You're going to start to see, damn. Then go ahead, take another one, highlight all the Walmart, Target, Walgreens trips, right? You're going to go down and you're going to start to break down your money and you're going to start to see you have a lot more money than what you think. Okay, so it isn't so much that everyone's broke because we see this whole thing about all the economy and everybody's broke. But why is fucking Christmas is at a sky high in presence? If everybody is so fucking broke, wouldn't everybody be struggling and no one has gifts? And all of these companies will be reporting that sales are down. No, sales are up higher than it ever is ever been. And and we so-called are struggling in the United States. Get the fuck out of here. Come on now. We got to come to reality. (laughs) Come to reality. Stop lying to yourself. So you cannot live for others. You have got to sit and be honest. And this is where awareness comes into it. The awareness of your issues, your problems, what you create in your life to be a problem. If you, I always say this, you, you and your man have to have separate hobbies. It's okay to have hobbies that you both like, but a lot of you are trying to find partners where you do everything together. Now, on one aspect, it's great to do a lot of things with your person that you have a lot of things in common in. But the other aspect is if you are constantly with each other, day in and day out, you can build up a, I'm tired of this person because it's two different personalities constantly around each other. No matter how much you love someone, you can start to be like, fuck, this person is always up my ass. They're always doing this. You have to be able to separate yourselves from each other, not just at work. Have your lives. Go out and do things. You know, and a lot of people are like, oh, my, my man or my woman won't let me do that. Well, that's their problem. You know, when you have someone who's afraid of you going out, 
not just to the club, going out to have brunch, going out to fucking library, shit, going to get your nails done with your girls, whatever it is, or him going out to go shit. He, maybe he plays soccer. So he has soccer. Maybe he plays golf and he, he doesn't go golf or baseball, whatever it is. And you're, you're constantly nagging him in his phone. You're not giving him his space. You don't trust him. Well, why? Where is that coming from? That's a you problem. I don't give a fuck if the person already cheated on you. You took them back. You know, the big, one of the biggest things that we do wrong is we sit and take somebody back, but we don't let them, we don't let them become the person that they need to be. And we don't allow them to evolve. We're still in the part of you cheated on me. I don't trust you. When you took them back, when you take a person back, you are cleaning the slate. You're wiping the slate clear and you're saying that we're going to start over and start anew. And that means you drop and leave everything in the past. But most people don't do that shit. So if your person is not allowing you to do things that make you happy to get out of the house away from them, if everything has to be with your person, you cannot have your own identity. There's a problem with that. Your push, your person should be okay with you having another life outside of your romantic partnership. It does not always need to be you guys glued at the hip. And if there is, your person has issues. They need to go seek help. And in this day and age, we are coming to the place where we got to put mental health at the forefront. It is mental issues on some level, whether it's through your trauma, whether it's through control issues, whether it's whatever it is, insecurities, jealousies, whatever it is that's coming up, it's coming from somewhere. You are in fear or whatever it is of your person meeting somebody else. And the thing is, you cannot chain somebody up to you. They're mine. You know, we hear that. You're mine. You're mine. It's like I own you. Possessive. Everybody's possessive over their person. You don't own that person. You may be with that person. You may have kids with that person, but that does not mean that you guys are going to live happily ever after for the rest of your lives. That's a fairy tale soul to us. Okay. Um, yes, it'd be nice to have a long lasting relationship, but most people are jumping in these relationships for all the wrong reasons. So going back to our topic of, can you just live for everyone else? And most people are living for their people. They're living in these relationships secluded. They seclude themselves from family and friends, and they're just in this or they're just taking care of whoever. And again, you're not creating a sense of self. The biggest thing you can do for yourself is create who you are. Your identity is more than just a mother, a, a caregiver, a wife, a husband, you know, you're more than those things. You got to be able to allow yourself to grow on a social level as well as everything else. And you and your person, you need that time. If you formulate great connections, then you will have friends that you guys can switch off and someone babysit it, you know, and let you go shit, do cycling, whatever it is that you want to do, you know, but create some type of life for yourself, work, home. It's just not it. You know, yeah. Work and home are great. Those things are, you know, yeah, they're life, but make sure that you're making time for you on a hobby level. You know, whether I'm, I'm someone who likes to learn, I'm always learning some shit. And a lot of people ask me like, what do I like to do? And my main thing is I like to learn when I'm learning some, I'm on to the next thing. You know, I spent the last four years learning the ins and out of different spirituality techniques and, um, 
pieces of, of the religion based ones and just kind of seeing why do you know why do we why do chakras this and where does it come from and Hindu practices and Buddha and Taoism and you know there's I, I like to fill my mind with knowledge so I'm a person that likes to keep learning right now I went back to school I went back to school to add on um, psychology to my repertoire before that I, I added on hypnosis I know how to hypnose um, so if you guys want to do the hypnosis past life regression or quantum hypnosis get in my uh, website, go book through my website. I can do it virtually. So I'm a person who loves knowledge. I love to learn. So me, you're going to find me somewhere where I'm learning something new. That's a, my big, one of my biggest, biggest hobbies. But I will tell you that there's, I, I spent a lot, large point of my life living for my child, living for my family, living for the people that I was taking care of, that I didn't have a sense of self, you know, and the very traumatized part of me chose going to the club, partying, things like that. Very trivial things to, to break off every now and then when I could and go, you know, get my mind off of things then, but it was very negative and very, um, in all the wrong spaces, should I say, um, and to the fact where I ended up stopped drinking completely because I was just like, I was one of those people that were drinking to numb, not drinking to just because I like the taste of, of liquor. Who fucking likes the taste of liquor, right? But again, you, you start to work through these things of your likes and, and your dislikes and you start to come to these spaces of who am I? One of the biggest things that I have ripped off a lot of masks that I wore that just weren't me. And so now I'm in the space where I, I understand one of my hobbies, which is learning. I love to learn. Um, and next is dancing. Dancing has always been a hobby for me. It's always been something that I love. Um, actually looking for some classes out here where I am. But the biggest thing is understanding that throughout your life, make time for those things so that you are creating a sense of self. You need that individual self within your dynamic. Doesn't matter what else you're doing. You got to be able to create that. All the things that you want to do, not just travel and, oh, I, I need a vacation and all of those things are cool. But some of you have got with people that don't like to travel. And this is where when you look at what type of relationship with the with the person you're being with and that person might not. So if this person don't like to travel, well, shit, then I need a travel buddy, right? And there's actually singles cruises and not just single like I'm single, single like I'm a single person traveling by myself and I don't have no friends to do it. They call them single um travel packages, but it doesn't mean that you're single. It just means I don't got nobody else who wants to fucking go. So I'm going <laughs> to jump on, you know, this, this, uh, this group, you know, of single people going. And then a lot of people are like, well, what do you mean you're going on a single? Th that's the thing. Well, you don't want to travel. You don't want to go. So why should I not go? Because you don't want to go. So there's a lot of things in the dynamic that we need to pinpoint and kind of see. But again, you cannot just live for others. It will not work. You will come to spaces where you're annoyed, you're angry, you're mad, you're upset. You have a lot of... Um, 
like just regret on what you did with your life. You know, um, I do look back. There's, it's not regret, but I look back like, damn, I wish I would have did more of putting into sense of self, but I got lost in everybody else. I got lost in my family. I got lost in my kiddos. I got lost in being a mom. So in those, in those moments, I should have continued to have that sense of self, but I didn't. There's so many things I wanted to do, but didn't do. And so just taking that advice of regardless to where you are in your age, it's never too late to create that sense of self. It's never too late to instill that within your dynamics. And it's not too late to start saying, you know what? I deserve hobbies. Uh, Whether it's read a book. And a lot of people say, I don't have time to read. No, you have the time. Most of you need to create the time to say, me reading, snuggling up with a book is just as important important as any other body's needs in this home. I can't keep putting all of my wants and needs to the side for everybody else. And then when you do that, then again, you are constructing the individual because when everyone's gone out of the house or that relationship fails and you're by yourself, you will fall into this horrible place of, I did it all for them. And now nobody's here. I did all for them and they don't respect me. I did it all for them. I remember my grandmother um, saying that about her kids. (laughs) And she was just like, I, you know, raised them. I took care of them. I did all this. And and none of them, (laughs) none of them are, she had all bad things to say. And it was like, damn, damn, damn. What kind of conversation is this? Because of the neglecting yourself to be who you think you're supposed to be. And it actually blows up in your face. So, you know, the biggest thing, like I said, is is just remembering that you need that time. Your spouse needs that time. Ladies, stop being up your man's ass. If you are that scared that he's going to cheat, you need to look in the mirror and see what's going on with you. And if it's because of his history, then maybe you need to think about that. Why have you allowed yourself to sit in a relationship with a man who consistently cheats on you? Men, if you are too scared to let your lady go somewhere, you need to sit in the mirror and ask yourself why. If it's your insecurities, you think she's going to find somebody better than you. Well, if you think somebody's better than you, then, hey, she probably deserves better. The biggest thing is you got to look in the mirror and say, why do I feel the way that I feel? And if you don't feel you deserve her, most likely you don't. (laughs) Okay. So get into the understanding of, of, damn, I deserve you. I love you. I know you're going to be true to me. And if you're afraid that they're not, then there's some deeper issues that you need to work out. And that is something that, that is like on the burner. Nobody wants to be in this tumultuous relationship where it feels like fucking chains. I don't give a fuck how much people pretend they like that shit for two seconds. And then it becomes a problem and you feel like you're trapped, you're restricted, you're drowning. Okay. Um, Even when it comes to a sense of children, this is why I always tell people that it takes a community to raise children because even as the most strongest person in the world is going to need help and assistance to raise those kids. You cannot do it alone. You need family and friends to allow you to also get those breaks. And if you don't have those people around you, then you need to take a step back and start finding them. That's the biggest thing. We have to stop staying in these spaces where we're drowning, where we're literally 
completely just drowning and we have nothing, no sense of self. We're, we're just in the emotions and we're following the mainstream bullshit because that's all you have time to do is be on Instagram, Facebook, watching bullshit, right? Take that step back. Understand, you know, it is time for change. And in 2024, if you guys don't realize Pluto is one of the, the main planets that's, that's upfront in creating, I don't want to say wreaking havoc, but creating, um, and destroying, destroying and creating death and rebirth. And it's time to let go of the old ways. If we see society right now is on a tipping point and how we proceed moving forward is going to tip us left or right. And you got to wonder about what is the next level that you want for you and your children and your family. And uh, I get, we get tired of hearing the same shit. There's no good men. There's no good women. There's no good friends. There's no good. There's a lot of good people out there. You got to stop choosing the fuck boys and fuck girls and, and all this bullshit. You have to stop choosing that. You have to go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. And that's kind of going to be my quote for, for 2024. Go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Um, because we have to take accountability for the spaces that we keep entering and find things that bring you joy and laughter and a sense of self and a self sense of completion and a sense of purpose. You know, give yourself that in life. Your kids, yes, they're a joy and they are a part of your purpose, but they cannot be your whole life. You cannot dedicate everything just to your children because they will go on and leave your ass in the dust and you'll be left to figure it the fuck out. And you will be like, well, what am I supposed to do now? I didn't do shit. I didn't get a career. I didn't get a degree. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't learn how to ride a bike, (laughs) you know, whatever it is, you left it all into this space of just for the children. Um, same thing with your marriage, your relationship, do not put all of you into your relationship because if it, if it should end, you are left with holes and gaps because you did not fill them with anything else. You did not put anything else into your life. That's how you make a well-rounded, fulfilling life. You have multiple aspects of friends, families, partner, children, school, degrees, whatever it is that you're attracted to, hobbies, things that come into play. That's what creates the thriving life. If you're just sitting in home wishing life was different, you're not creating the life that you want because you're just sitting in the shitty energy. It's not going to change in that way. So stop living for everyone else. Start to incorporate self into everything that you do. And so I really hope you guys are understanding what I'm saying. And this is not to say run off and not be a parent. Okay. Um, But this is to say to include yourself in your life because you matter. You are just as important as everyone else and creating space for joy and happiness doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg, but it does need to cost you time and effort to, to create it. Okay. And you're the only one that can do so. So as always, guys, thank you so much for keep coming back. We, I got some beautiful, uh, beautiful interviews coming up with some phenomenal people uh, coming up when we return. 
um, after, um, I don't think I'll really do a break, but you know, coming in, you guys' new year, I don't celebrate January as a new year, but your new year, if you celebrate the traditional 12 month <laughs> calendar, um, but we have some phenomenal people coming up. So definitely do not want to miss those. Go back and check out season one. If you have not listened, um, and the rest of season two, um, as we, we're, we're going to be finalizing this season. And like I said, this is the 100th episode. I'm very, very, you know, ecstatic of just, I do this shit cause I love it. Not because it pays me. And it's because I love to bring information. I love to talk to people. Um, and if you want to be on a podcast, get at me. So as always, you guys enjoy your holidays, enjoy your family, but also enjoy yourself. Um, I am going, um, to send you so much love, so much light until next time. Bye. Yeah.